Hello, welcome back, Woe Now listeners and friends. You are listening to another episode of Woe Now, the podcast bringing you candid conversations relevant to the masses. Today, we are diving into part two of my conversation with Jewel. Of course, if you listened to last week's um, part one, then you know that we were just all smiles and giggles and laughs in all good vibes. So of course, the same energy is being brought today. But after the break, stay tuned for part two of my conversation with Jewel, Problems with Your Cooking Game, part two. Two of your paintings, which I believe are a duo titled, I brought you into this world and, and I can take you out. That's right. Uh, Yes. And I found those really interesting because of how the kitchen was incorporated in one painting and how like the pomegranates and fruits were incorporated into the other. So can you kind of describe what is happening in those paintings and also um, what inspired the pieces? Absolutely. Um, first, I want to kind of touch on something you said before as it comes into this painting. Mm-hmm. I want my work to really appeal to Black folk, Black and Brown folks. But also, I think the appeal, it doesn't stop there. It's also a level of inclusion and exclusivity to a certain extent that only we can relate to. And I try to bring that even into the titles. Mm-hmm. Woo child, that's something we understand. Yes. Did I stutter, which is the title of the painting you were just referring to? Mm-hmm. That's something that we understand. Mm-hmm. I brought you into this world and I could take you out. That's something that we understand. And not just what it means, but also the context. Mm-hmm. That's something that only we can relate to. So I want that to exist in my work. So it's certainly an energy only black folks, black and brown folks can look at and say, mm. yes. Mm. I already. Mm. Yes. And in terms of I brought you into this world and I can take you out. I know y'all know what that means. Uh, if a parent tell you that, it's taught you done did too much. You done did too much. <laughs> um, but I wanted to look at that phrase as how would it look if I made that, I redirected that into self. Mm-hmm. So the idea oh. of I brought you into this world and I can take you out. The I brought you into this world. So, well, let me start at the, let me start at the start. Okay. So. The, the settings of both are in the kitchen and the bedroom. And mm-hmm. I wanted, so <laughs> this Good Times episode, I was raised on Good Times. Cynthia, watch that t- every day. Oh, well. <laughs> um, <laughs> and there's this one episode where uh, Florida and James, they go back and forth. And James is like, He's about to say something. Florence like, don't say it, don't say it. But he says it, and he says, "Uh, a woman's uh, the a woman's only place is the kitchen in the bedroom." And that's of course complete bullshit. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to bring those in because also those are creational spaces for the woman. You know, mm-hmm. forget what you said. The context of it, those are that's where we start out. That's where we get ready. That's where we prepare. So I wanted the I brought you into this world to be the idea of. I bring all versions of self into this world. All of my fears, all of my anxieties, all of my power, that's self-created. So the person is really on they self. They sleeping on they self, but they mm-hmm. in vain to create other versions of themselves. That is the pomegranate, that uh, that fruit is symbolic of birth and life um, and vitality. So that's why it's a couple in the bed because that's what, that's what the seeds we are planting. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
But the and I can take you out is a lot more uh, of a voyeuristic view of working on yourself. How does that actually look? And it can be painful, but it can also be incredibly beautiful. So that is something that I feel like happens in the mental kitchen. Yeah, definitely. Yes, that is so profound. That's amazing. Um, <laughs> no, you. like, because like the layers, like the layers of all of that, like I, I couldn't even, yeah. Um, so as mediums, how is your culinary art? Because I do consider your, the food that you make to be art and your physical art. How are they similar? Um, I feel like I'll put my foot into both of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, like, I, I really think I'm interested in people enjoying them. That's mm-hmm. that's really the end game. I want you to love my food. I want you to love my work. And because you feel it, like food is something really you can feel somebody cook with love. And my paintings, I want people to know, not only did I paint them with love, but I painted them with attitude. Like, yes. like I always yes. tell people, uh, I listen to a lot, a lot of femme rap when I paint. My paintings are me talking shit. I get in the kitchen and I talk the same shit. Like, that's I what I'm here it. to do. Yes. <laughs> No, your 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 paintings they scream energy. Like and I'm like, glad I have the energy. Like I have time today. They scream. I have time today. They they. I had time today. <laughs> yeah. They just they just exude energy. Um. And so I also wanted to know how are like your creative processes similar when you're in the kitchen versus on canvas. They start inside. I, the idea is festering for a minute. Like even when it comes on cooking, I'm the type, I got a grocery item, but somebody will gift me a sauce or I'll see something at the at a specialty store and I'm in my mind just like, okay, I could put that with that. That could go with that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I'm tasting it before. Um, <laughs> and the same with my paintings. I feel like they take time to sit on. Like it, I think online when you're looking from the screen, it looks like, damn, she painted it that fast. I didn't. Um, <laughs> yeah. I thought about it for a minute, a minute, a minute. And then to be honest, it sometimes takes time for it to really solve itself. Like I'll have the base of the idea. I'll have the photo. I've taken the photo or I've built the reference. I've sketched the general idea, but the symbolism that I'm trying to bring into it, like that I, I've set it up to be brought into it, it might not be fully formed. So I have to let that incubate for a while. Things take time. And I think it's the same with cooking you come into greater realizations later, even though every recipe, you know, you kind of doing it this, that you make similar things again. And you think to yourself, hmm, I, I, okay. Last time I did this, but huh, what if I, okay, okay. And both of them, I will say the more you do them, the more I do them, at least I'll speak personally. I feel a strength in it. Like, okay, damn, maybe I do do this. And it gets a little easier to connect the ideas and connect the dots every time Mm -hmm. yeah and I think that like as because one thing that I experienced as I kind of got more into the kitchen I definitely didn't feel as nervous like I could multitask more because at first I was like I just I'm just following the recipe I'm just trying to I'm just trying to do something like do a little something um but I think that like as I became more comfortable and started playing around with things more and seasoning things to the level that they were supposed to be seasoned etc <laughs> that like they they I just did not feel as nervous so um flashing to just kind of your professional opinions okay so not a lot of individuals our age know how to cook and especially not cooking off the dome like you can so 
what are some of your basics for throwing something together and cooking off the dome? Like, what are some? It's garlic, okay, <laughs> onion period. powder, pepper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And typically I, it depends what you're cooking, but this is my, my favorite seasoning, smoked paprika. Those are your babies. Those are your babies. You know, I use smoked paprika. I use them when I'm cooking potatoes of like most kinds. Now, let me tell you something mm-hmm. I tried for the first time. Now mm-hmm. the recipe. So look, let me tell y'all a funny story real quick. <laughs> um, yeah. So my mom, the one thing I knew she could cook the whole time I grew up. She could make some mac and cheese. She could make some mac and cheese. Wow. So check this out. For my 20th birthday, I had a taste of 20. It was an invite only party where I made four courses and they were all edible. So I knew I wanted to make edible mac and cheese. So I text Cynthia and I said, what is the recipe? Child, it was a Food Network recipe. But anyway, look. So this Food Network recipe, it says dust the top of your mac and cheese after you put like another, like a top layer of cheese with paprika. I was like, that don't sound right. Cynthia ain't never done that. I ain't never done that. <laughs> no. Y'all, I tried it for the first time over uh, Christmas. Yes. Ooh. Yes. Put a little smoke, a dust. You're not going heavy, but a, a little dust. dust on top. Okay. I like a little cracked pepper on top too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But your paprika good. takes you far. It goes mm-hmm. great with... um. I like it with anything Cajun you want to do with little paprika because it helps kind of even out your chili and your cayenne flavors. Anything I want to say Mexican, I think it really helps balance your cumin. Mm -hmm. So those are my babies, um, Mm -hmm. my seasoning babies, at least. And then a good, uh, a good, I like olive oil, but I really like sesame, but sometimes you got to gauge your flavor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My my babies. I feel like I use, I, I, exclusively use sesame when I'm making like Asian dishes, but I feel like I can definitely transfer the sesame into other. Try it with some salmon. Okay. Delicious. Okay. Um, that really does something for me. That's, uh, I started doing that in London when I lived over there. Sesame oil was very cheap somehow for some reason. So I, mm-hmm. I was buying that and doing that. It's also good with veggies. Like I like to mm-hmm. roast peppers with it that I'm going to use in another dish. So like the mm-hmm. peppers kind of have that that smokiness to them also oh i forgot there's one more thing on that list liquid smoke black hole okay some. yes some. it's not only for the but vegetarian also, even though i'm saying no facts um even though i said that with passion go easy y'all yeah <laughs> use it bro. go easy yeah yeah definitely okay I'm, I'm taking notes um what are your favorite combinations or what fares are you inspired by in terms of the spices that you use in the kitchen I definitely I love a good I love the smoked paprika with the chili and the cayenne but I also like that combo with a little um if you do it with coconut sugar and a little bit of oregano you got you a blackened season oh um I love that um, I also really like ba- throwing basil into things unexpectedly because it gives it a different roundness. I, I don't even know the right word. My food adjectives, I'm still, I'm still getting up there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I definitely like what basil does to certain teriyaki flavors. I mm-hmm. really think it's delicious. Um, also, if you can't get fresh basil, because I don't always have that, basil paste. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's your friend as well. Um, and then I really like for more of an Italian-ish kind of flavor, I really like to do mushrooms, like use the, the mushrooms as a base seasoning and then do, um, I'll do some basil, some oregano, some regular black pepper, and then some cracked pepper, your onion powder, your garlic. That's mm-hmm. a good setup to start you off. Oh, 
and then that rosemary child fresh rosemary will set you off but a good rosemary grind will do the same will do something similar so oh wow See, I don't use a lot of rosemary because I don't know how to use rosemary. So you do just... not be afraid of it. That's what okay. I'll say. But also okay. if you are more of, a, okay, I put this on my potatoes, go easy. That's when mm-hmm. it can get a little heavy. But yeah. I do think when you start to cook with it or even something I like to do is put it in my oils. Like if I have a fresh rosemary, I'll put the, in the oil mm-hmm. with some chicken. I'm not even a chicken person and that'd be good fucking chicken. I mean, <laughs> that'd be good chicken. <laughs> No, I feel you. Okay. So last, my last question for you is you have any encouraging words for those out there who they just keep missing, but they don't know why, like maybe their food is unseasoned or like, like maybe they just burn things or just tastes are bad, but they don't know why. Do you have any tips for those people? Um, I would say you can always try again. I'll never like be like, damn, I can't cook because I think once you say that you speak that over yourself, you can't. My mama been saying she can't cook for so long, but this year, uh, not just 2021, but 2020 has been, and even with her being an empty nester, she has come into a stronger attitude of, oh yes, I can, I can try that. Okay, I'm gonna take notes. And it has been stronger. Like it has been, she's a lot better at it and she can move by herself. Like that confidence in, okay, I can. You need that, that's your first ingredient. That's your chemical X. But then I also would say, go easy, Google something, you know, like if, if, it, if you having problems, Google the stuff, because the stuff that I'm telling you is stuff. I mean, I, I Googled at one point and then it's like, okay, I experimented with it. I tried this, that, and then also something that I tell people that I don't know if this is a, something that I can do just specially, but I really do think other people have this skill, smell it. Mm. You can smell how it's going to taste because Mm. I cook a lot of pork. I don't eat pork. My dad does, but I have to know what I'm giving him. You know what I'm saying? Like if you, you can, if you can figure out how tastes smell, you've won. Mm. Major key. She just dropped a gym right there. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you so much, Jewel, for coming onto the podcast. It was truly a pleasure. You can follow Jewel's main page at whatever Jewel on Instagram and Twitter and her food page at deep fried Jewel on Instagram. Um, So you can elevate your food game and see what she's making because it's always good. And you can also check out her website, www.whateverjewel.world to check out some of her amazing art and some of her prints. Um, And that is that. Thank you again. And stay tuned after the break for what's next. Are you following the podcast on Instagram and Twitter? No. <laughs> well, make sure to follow the podcast at WoNowPod on Instagram for inspirational content, for our weekly guides, which we drop every Friday to give you some inspiration as to what's going on in products and food and pop culture in art you know, the things. And also our Twitter where we post hot takes and have a little community. So make sure to follow us at WoNowPod on Instagram and at WoLaw on Twitter. All right, that's it. I hope to see you there.
I just finished taking all these notes, taking in all this information, dotting my I's, crossing my T's. I'm so, I'm, I'm a mess. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this part of my interview with Jewel. I hope you learned something. I hope you felt all of the energy that we both were bringing and just truly enjoyed, you know, what she had to say. And um, yeah, I, it was truly a pleasure having Jewel on here. She is, oh my gosh, she, she truly is my, my spirit person. And of course, the series continues next week. We have a very special guest again, two people that I truly appreciate back to back. What more could I wish for? Until then, make sure to follow us on Instagram at WoNowPod and on Twitter at WoLaw. And subscribe to the podcast, follow on whatever platform you are listening to us. I think that's it for me. I will see you all next week. Please stay safe, stay healthy, stay hydrated. And I'll talk to you soon. A huge shout out, as always, to Peyton Mack for the amazing graphics. You can follow her at underscore miss dot Mac underscore on Instagram. And of course, a shout out to Isaiah Sims for the wonderful theme music. You can follow him at zay sims underscore on instagram and at zay sims no underscore on soundcloud i of course am on alicia law reminding you to remember that life is a journey not a destination so live accordingly bye